welcome to The Prosper Project, the show that helps entrepreneurs build brands that impact the world and the bottom line. We know that success doesn't come in a one-size-fits-all package. That's why we're bringing you adaptable marketing strategies along with valuable insights from inspiring changemakers, firebrands, and visionaries. I'm Lorraine Sugart, founder of the disruptive brand agency, Prosper for Purpose. Now for this week's episode. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Prosper Project, where we are talking about the fact that you cannot build a personal brand without PR. So why this topic? I have to say that I have just been really aware of how many people are leaning into building their brand, which is a wonderful, wonderful thing. And yet, time and time again, when I hear branding is a priority for me this year, or branding is a priority next year, I ask the question, what does that mean to you? And get the answer, it means I need to redo my website. I need to be more on social media. And so while those are certainly two components of leveling up your brand, that is not really the whole enchilada, for lack of a better term. And so I just kind of feel like we need to take a step back and get our arms around what it really means to build your brand. So let's do that right now. I talk a lot about branding, but I really want to have this conversation to give you not only what it is, but what you should be doing when you talk to someone about leading you through a branding process. Okay, let's get started. So when people come to me at Prosper for Purpose to help them grow their brands online, they are coming specifically to me to help them grow their visibility, their influence, and their reputation. They want to be more visible. They want to be more influential. And they want to elevate their reputation as a leader in the industry that they're in. Before I started talking about myself as a brand strategist and before the term branding became really popular about maybe 20 years ago. In the industry, in the marketing world, this was called public relations. So most of us think of PR, and those of you who listen to my podcast are not in this category because you've heard me talk about this before, but most people think about PR as media relations. And media relations is certainly a core and key piece of public relations, But public relations is about building mutually beneficial relationships with the people that you want to have working relationships with. So that includes your prospective clients, it includes your team, it includes your referral partners, it includes all your stakeholders. You're building relationships with all your stakeholders. That's what PR is. And to that extent, rather than PR being housed under marketing, as it is in most large corporations, PR is actually more global than marketing because marketing is concerned with the end sale. 
PR is concerned with the relationships, not only with the prospective buyer, but with all your stakeholders. So let's talk about branding. The work around branding and PR hasn't really changed, but it's expanded. And for that and other reasons, I have gone from calling myself a PR strategist to calling myself a brand strategist. PR always included the personal story. It's that positioning in the marketplace that helps you become worthy of the collaborations and the media attention that you want to develop. But now when I work with clients, I go deeper into their brand identity, their positioning, their purpose, their promise, their personality, their experience, and more. And a lot of that, most of what I said, is about their message and the writing that goes into creating that personal brand. And a lot of that is very similar to the work that I was doing as a PR strategist. It's the groundwork for the brand building. And so once we define those core pieces, my team then delves into the visual aspects of our clients' personal brands. And we do that with logo creation and and other design, website work, and photography. And then this all comes together in building the brand into a consistent, compelling, and effective representation of the client. And this is the foundation of your marketing. It is the groundwork for the brand building. And yet many people who call themselves brand experts stop there. Or worse, they tell you that a redesigned website and a new logo are your brand. They're not. They're simply pieces of your brand identity. So the brand identity is the foundation But from there, you build on it. You build those relationships with your stakeholders. And that is strategic branding. And strategic branding past the identity stage is the components that comprise PR. Now, I'm not trying to make anyone listening really fluent in PR. What I'm trying to do is help you identify what you really need as you seek to build your brand. So let me tell you that when you are starting either as a brand foundation uh, creation, a brand identity, or whether you're looking for a refresh because it's been three years, which is a normal amount of time to go between rebranding or refreshing your brand as we call it inside, Either way, you want to really understand what the components of your brand identity should include. So a full brand identity package should include an audit of your current brand, a review of your business and your goals to see how the brand that you're using aligns and supports those goals, your brand positioning, so your position in the marketplace compared to everybody else that does the same thing, offers the same thing you do. What is your position? How is it different or unique? Or how are your combination of skills and experience unique to position you as the preferred expert for a certain group of people? 
That's what your brand positioning is all about. Your brand messaging. You can have the most beautiful website, but if it's delivered to you without copy, then it may be beautiful for someone else, or it may be pretty on task for you, but you don't know how to fill it. So what is your brand messaging? Now, I'm a brand strategist and I'm a writer, and I will say I never do prosperous branding solely on my own for a reason that I've mentioned many times, cannot mention enough, which is you can't read the label from inside the container. So it doesn't matter that I'm a brand expert who's been doing this work for 20 years. I can't be objective about my own brand and get that outside perspective. So brand positioning, brand messaging, what are those key messages that you need to be developing? What are the things that you stand for? How do you differentiate yourself? Those are some of the things that go into your messaging. And then, and only then, does your brand design come into play? So what colors reflect your brand? What symbols or graphics? How do you want to reflect that in your logo? Brand photography. Getting a brand photo shoot at least once a year is really, really important. You don't want to use dated photos. You want to keep things fresh. If you're someone who markets through social media, you probably want to get photo sessions quarterly so that you can update the photos that you're using on your social media. And then finally, a brand launch strategy. Maybe you're changing some of your offers or expanding your offers, or maybe you're pivoting a little bit in your business. What is the launch strategy? So you don't just one day want to be talking about how you do X and the next day be talking about how you do Y. There has to be context given for that. Has to be a message, several days of messaging, maybe even several weeks of messaging to talk about the what and why behind where you're leading your business so that the people that are currently following you hopefully will continue to follow you. But if they're no longer the right people, then they can self-select. Meanwhile, you will be attracting the next right people to work with. So that's what your full brand identity package should include, that audit of your current brand, review of business and goals, brand positioning, brand messaging, brand design, photography, and a launch strategy. And yes, I know what you're thinking. It's an investment. Our comprehensive brand packages at Prosper for Purpose start at $10,000. It's not something most entrepreneurs can afford until after they've developed and sold a core offer for a year or more. And that's okay. But you should work with someone who can help you determine how to position yourself in the market right out of the gate. You can even book an hour or two with a brand strategist when you start. And if you do even that, you'll get some initial steps you can take to start building the foundation of your brand. So now let's talk for a minute about that intersection of branding and PR that I referenced in the beginning. We want to think about connection. We want to think about collaboration. Once you get your brand identity set and you're launching that, you're leaning into that, who should you be connecting with? Who should you be collaborating with? And so for our sake, we're going to talk about the PR strategy of borrowing other people's audiences. And this is a phrase that I use quite often to talk about 
how you can connect and collaborate with people who ideally are in front of the audience that you wish to cultivate in either a complementary or completely different industry or offer. So for example, I might want to partner with photographers and videographers who work with the same kind of businesses that I work with, but they offer a different skill set than what I have in-house to offer to my clients. That would be a great referral partner for me. So maybe we talk about each other on our websites or our social media. And in that way, I'm borrowing that person's audience and authority and they're borrowing mine. And so what does that mean? That means that you are leveraging other people's trust factor. So the people who follow me, the people who listen to this podcast regularly, you have a certain degree of trust in me. You've listened to me consistently. You know I offer a lot of free insight on this podcast. This is all about helping you really get clear on your position in the marketplace, how to market yourself, what to do on social, and really how to stand out to build your visibility and your influence and ultimately your impact with your customers. So the act of borrowing other people's audiences is something that anyone can start to do at any time. And over time, as you build your audience and you build your client roster, and you get yourself out in the world, the people that you connect and collaborate with will grow, not even to necessarily a wider group, although that is traditionally true, but also to people who are, let's say, more and more successful. So if you're starting out, your brand spanking new, your business is just getting off the ground, The people who are willing to put you in front of their audiences are either going to be people who knew you before and know that whatever you're doing is going to be great, or they're going to be people who are on par with you or maybe a step ahead of you. But you're not going to come out of the gate and get the biggest leaders in comparative and collaborative industries to invite you on their podcast or introduce you to their Facebook group, right? You're going to have to earn your way. And so right out of the gate, you want to start building those connections and those collaborations and inviting the people that you would like to work with into your own sphere of influence. So this is where giving first is a great idea. Invite someone to talk to your audience. Invite someone to give you advice about what they did when they were starting out and just start doing things to cultivate a relationship, knowing that you want to be giving more than you're asking, right? And so if you don't have a weekly show yet, you don't have a podcast, maybe you don't have an email list, you don't have a weekly newsletter, none of those things, think about reaching out And just telling someone how much you like what they are doing and how they've built an audience and show yourself to be a fan and then engage with their content. And then down the road, ask them a question, ask them how they got started or what they did or invite them for a virtual coffee. You'd be surprised at how many people will actually say yes if you just don't hit them out of the gate with that. 
Nobody wants to connect with someone on Facebook or any other platform and have the first message they receive be a pitch. So don't be that person. Start to cultivate a relationship. Everything's about connection. So you can't build a brand without PR. What I mean by that is not that you need to be in the media out of the gate, but you need to be thinking about who you can connect with, who you can collaborate with, who your referral partners might be. The first six months that I ran Prosper for Purpose, I was having meetings with people that I had worked with in my previous three jobs, right? So I would invite them out to coffee to share my excitement over what I was doing. I would ask for nothing. I would just say, was really great to know you when I was working at XYZ. You're someone whose opinion I value. I'd love to just tell you what I'm doing with this business and anything you want to share, would love to hear. And inevitably, those led to introductions to people who then became clients. So PR at the end of the day is relationship building. Branding is about your identity and your experience. And part of that experience is building relationships, building relationships, not only with the people you want to work with, but building relationships with people who can help you on that entrepreneurial journey and you can help in return. So I hope that there are some good takeaways there for you. I hope that that kind of reframed how you think about branding and how you think about PR and knowing that really what you're trying to do in both of those scenarios is build your visibility so more people know about what you offer, build your influence online by being a trusted resource and building your reputation. And to fast track all of that, start building some relationships. So before you hire someone to quote, do your branding, remember to ask them about their process. What's included in their branding process? How do they think about brand identity versus building a brand? Ask them about their experience. Or better yet, send me a DM to learn how my team at Prosper for Purpose can help you build a brand that impacts the world and the bottom line. We have a team of experts in each of the areas I mentioned. Our team can be your team. Send me a DM or reach out at connect at prosperforpurpose.com. If you enjoyed this episode, do me two favors. One, if you haven't left a review of the Prosper Project, please do that. And two, share this episode with someone who needs to learn more about building their brand online. See you next time on the Prosper Project. At Prosper for Purpose, we have a team of strategists and storytellers who are experienced marketers, accredited PR counselors, and published writers with an average of 16 years of experience. To find out what we can do for you, email connect at prosperforpurpose.com and put free consult in the subject line. Someone from our team will respond within 24 hours.